Spirit Radio Podcasts. Well, just after the visit of Pope Francis to Ireland, it now looks like there's going to be another high-profile visitor with President Donald Trump visiting here before the year is out. Now, the announcement came from the US President himself, and it appears to have taken the Irish government a little bit by surprise and has provided an opportunity for some uh, to, I think, really have a little bit of virtue signalling saying they're going to boycott the visit. But is this useful? What is the significance of the visit and how should Taoiseach Leo Varadkar and his cabinet manage the visit in the best interests of the Irish people? On the line to comment on this, we have author and former Time magazine senior correspondent David Aikman. Morning David, how are you? Good morning and very well Wendy, thank you. Well one of the things Donald Trump is famous for is his promise to put America first. How should Taoiseach Leo Varadkar do likewise in putting Ireland first while hosting President Trump? Well, I think uh, President Trump is in favor of every country putting its own interests first, not just the United States, but obviously also Ireland. And where there are positions in trade that Ireland wants to put forward as a way of uh, recouping any advantages it can from the booming American economy, he certainly should do that. What do you think, David, of the initial response? I mean, you had people like Brendan Howell and Eamon Rye and people before Profit all demanding an immediate cancellation of the trip. Now, their combined estimate of their support, I think, is about 3% of the popular vote. But what do you think of this sort of reaction? Obviously, with other American presidents that have visited here, people have protested. But what do you think about politicians saying, you know, cancel the visit? I'm sorry. I think it is one of the most childish attitudes I have seen since a lot of Brits tried to get Trump to to not come to the uh, UK a few months ago. I mean, what are they complaining about? The American economy is at its highest rate of growth, about 4% for years. Unemployment is at a 23-year low. Black unemployment is at a 23-year low actually lower than since records were actually introduced fairly recently. Um, Hispanic unemployment is way low. Which of those figures do they want to increase? I mean, the American economy is absolutely soared. Stock market is up uh, 40% since Trump came into office. Uh, What are they complaining about? So is that the case that we need to kind of stand back and and look at is, of course, a lot of people uh, mightn't, uh, I mean, people didn't elect a kind of spiritual leader or moral leader, but he's done, as you've mentioned, they're the things that he has said that he will do, like uh, cutting down on illegal immigration and improving the average pay packet. He's kind of done what he said, even if he's uh, unpopular for different reasons. Um, What what should be the reaction be to his visit, do you think, from the Well, I mean... President Trump is the leader of the major free trading nation in the world. Relations of any free country with the United States are very significant because it helps those countries' security and it will increase the commercial opportunities. And even the complaint that Trump is an immoral figure, my goodness, when President Kennedy visited Ireland in 1960, How many people were out there protesting against that because he was a womanizer? He was a much worse womanizer than President Trump because he actually did it in the White House. So uh, this kind of ridiculous virtue signaling by hangers-on of the Me Too movement just is rather pathetic. 
I remember during the, and you touched on them there, David, during the kind of protests in the UK uh, around President Trump's visit, I wondered at the time if you kind of uh, chatted to those who were protesting. And there was lots of different um, interest groups there for different reasons. But would they actually know much about President Trump and his policies? No, of course they wouldn't. I mean, they're just uh, completely ignorant. They have a sort of set mindset that anything Trump does is bad. Anything American does, America does is bad for the UK, which is a very sort of childish approach. I mean, if the United States had not been the backbone of the NATO defense against possible Soviet aggression during the Cold War, how many of these Western European countries that don't like Trump would have survived? I mean, it's, uh, it's a ludicrous position. In terms of just the significance of the visit overall, I mean, at the time that President Trump will visit, how important do you think it is? Is that a significant time in terms of Brexit being just around the corner? What do you think? Well, I think it is significant because uh, what happens to the UK after Brexit will significantly affect Ireland's relationship, uh, not just with the UK, but uh, with the EU, because There'll be new rules of trade between Ireland and the UK, and that could could complicate matters. I mean, Ireland at this point in time seems quite happy to be in the EU, and that's that's fine. But uh, you know, we've got things like the Irish border question in the north to sort out, and I don't know whether Trump will have any particular contributions to this discussion, but he certainly doesn't want to see things become harder for Ireland. He's definitely pro-Irish in that sense. Well, how do you think that he should could handle it, David? Because, I mean, he could use it as an opportunity to include some virtue signalling in whatever uh, speech that he gives around the visit, or he should obviously focus on uh, US-Irish relations. What are the things he should be talking to Donald Trump about? Well, I think he, he needs to make sure that, especially in the wake of Brexit, Trump's relations with the Republic of Ireland are as fair and straightforward and equal as his relations with the non-EU UK. And he should get an assurance from Trump that Irish relations with the US will not be disadvantaged in any way because... Uh, Maybe the U.S. has signed an agreement with, uh, with the U.K. on trade. He just needs to be reassured that uh, the values and the approach of uh, Washington will be the same as it always has been. I, I know uh, President Trump, he, it's hard to predict in terms of what he might say or do when he's here, but do you think he might use it as an opportunity for any major annou- announcements, for example, in relation to uh, Irish immigrants in the U.S. or something like that? No, I I doubt that. I mean, um, President Trump has followed in the footsteps of other preceding American presidents of both parties in welcoming the Irish connection with the United States, the Irish contribution to American achievements. And I don't think he's going to say anything that will stray from that particular line of approval of the relationship. So what do you think the visit will achieve, if anything? I'm not sure that that it will lead to any major steps um, in Irish relations with the United States. I don't know whether the Tisic himself has some things up his sleeve that he might want to put in front of Trump. 
so I can't comment on that. But I would imagine that the relationship, the uh, the meeting will go forward pretty smoothly because it's only going to be a few hours anyway. And Trump is going down to his golf club. And incidentally, the, the citizens of that good location where his uh, golf club is located are very happy to have high employment thanks to Mr. Trump's enterprise. So that's an interesting interesting angle on the whole thing so he probably get a warm welcome in Trump dune bag that's for sure well very interesting thoughts David thanks so much for joining us on the programme this morning that's David Aikman their former Time Magazine senior correspondent giving his thoughts on President Trump's upcoming visit to Ireland thanks for listening to our Spirit Radio podcast don't miss out subscribe today find out how at spiritradio.ie